0: Red Business with Jonathan Healy.
1: Hi there, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. We speak to an athlete turned tech entrepreneur and we make a pre-Christmas visit to our most famous jeweler. But speaking of famous things, the Gate Cinema at the top of North Main Street is set to reopen in time for Christmas December the 14th. It has undergone a massive redevelopment and it comes with a new name. We're going to tell you it's called the Arc Cinema and it's going to offer movie fans a remarkable experience with state-of-the-art auditoriums and a whole load of other cool and fancy things. And the regional <laughs> manager for the new Arc Cinema is Tracy O'Brien. She's with us now. How are you, Tracy? Jonathan, how are you doing? I'm very well. Now, a huge fan of not just cinema in general, but of yep. your cinema. And there was a little bit of me that was terrified it wasn't going to come back. But boy, is it coming back.
2: Oh, it's, it's coming back big time. Big time. I'm I can't tell you how excited I am, Jonathan, to get this open. Um it's it's been a journey for the couple of weeks that we've been closed, but so I've been coming in and out every almost every week. And so I'm just being able to see all the stages and and what's happening. And people are gonna be really surprised. Like it's it's not it doesn't look a thing like what it was. Um but you know, it, it needed a refurb, it needed a bit of a bit of care and attention, and it's been given that in droves.
1: Now, you've done loads of things with it, right? So, yeah. in other words, like surround sound, we're used to surround sound, but the new yeah. screens, um, yep. th- there's new uh, projectors that are up to 4K, so yep. you're, you're going to see the sharpest. And, and tell us about the chairs, because the chairs sound particularly cool.
2: So, we are going to have all electric recliner seating in all of our auditoria, uh, well, in five of the six, and then um our gorgeous screen six which many of you will know is just is our lovely it's our baby screen yes um that is going to be more of an art deco vibe with more kind of a couches feel um and we'll have a lot of our our independent film or film festival screenings um, documentaries or, or smaller kind of um smaller titles will, will head in there and it's going to be called the gate screen
1: okay so so in other words it's more like sitting in your living room uh, with the added advantage yeah. of a big screen but going uh, exactly. back coming back to the chairs when you say they are electric is there a little button?
2: There is right,
1: and do you yep. know the way that there's nothing more annoying when you're on a plane that someone reclines mm-hmm. and they're back on top of you? I'm presuming there's a good bit of space, so you are not going to interfere huge. with the people behind you. Yeah,
2: absolutely huge. So obviously, it it has meant that we have to reduce capacity because uh, we've had to extend um extend all the all the levels. Um, so there's yeah, there's been an awful lot of work done on on getting the decks set up um for the chairs, but it does mean then that. There's, there's nobody going to be annoying you. You're not going to be kicking the back of somebody Excellent.
1: else's chair. That, that, that you've, you've, I'm instantly sold on these electric <laughs> recliner chairs. Um, th- the one thing about the city centre cinema was you were the yeah. only one that was left. Um, and, mm. and I suppose people were genuinely fearful that y- y- you'd be squeezed out, but you're making tremendous use by the sounds of it, of the, f- the existing footprint of the cinema. You're just making it fancy.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's been really fascinating, actually, just to see... Somebody who literally only has the footprint and what they do with it. So, um, as I say, people will be very surprised it, when you walk in. It is a very different look, and um, we've opened up a lot of the space, so it just allows for for a, like a better flow now um, for people when they come in. Um, and it's you know it's it's bright as it always is with that massive glass that we have, but it, it's it's bright, but it's still got that real kind of you know, real comfort feeling when yeah. you walk in. It's, it's,
1: you know, I'm going to say it, it's not too big. And and, and I it's don't mean that it's disrespectful <laughs> no. to any other cinemas, but it is no, not, no. It's not too big. Um, no. I think Barbenheimer was the, was the Gates' swan song. I think that, that particularly it, mad weekend <laughs> and a couple of weeks where Barbie and Oppenheimer were, <laughs> were competing insane. against each other. Uh, when you reopen on December 14th, yeah. what are you bringing?
2: So our main film is going to be Wonka. So that's oh, uh, being released next Timothy week on Chalamet, the 8th. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very excited to see Mr. Hugh Grant being an Oompa Loompa, personally. Yes, I'm, I'm, um,
1: on, on a big screen, uh, the high percent <laughs> exactly. screen. I'm sure it'll be good.
2: Yeah, it'll be amazing. Uh, so we've got that um, from the 20th. We've got Aquaman. We're also showing Maestro, which is the new Bradley Cooper film. And um, so we'll have that from from the 15th as well.
1: And you're also supporting Indy Cork because Indy Cork is going we to be back are. as well.
2: It is. Indie Cork is opening from the 15th. So we'll have the full Indie Cork programme as we do every year.
1: Um, The fact that you're going to be open in time for Christmas. I mean, one of my earliest memories of going to the cinema was actually going to see a Disney film in one of the cinemas that has long since gone uh, around Patrick Street uh, was on Christmas. There is still a lovely tradition of people using that downtime between Christmas and New Year's to catch a blockbuster.
2: Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. It's a really special time for cinema because, you know, in, in general... People come to the cinema to be entertained, to have a good time. You know, Um, nobody's looking for hassle when you when you go to the cinema. Um, But there is something there's there's always something that's like really family friendly. And there'll always be something that, you know, it's heartwarming and it's you can come in out of the cold and have your popcorn and your drink and just kind of sit back. And there's so many memories created. You know, everybody remembers going to the cinema for their first time you know and it's been really great for the last um couple of months as well that I've, I might I bump into people or I'm, I'm chatting on the phone and my oh god I've had so many stories of like geez myself my wife now we had our first date at the gate and you know I remember bringing my kids for their first movie to see The Lion King or whatever else it was you know it's um there's, there's a lot of memories created yeah. inside these walls.
1: Oh, there definitely is. Uh, more importantly now, I know you're, you're updating everything. Are you updating the popcorn mm-hmm. machine as well? Are we going to get good quality popcorn?
2: We've always had good quality popcorn, Jonathan. I'm, I'm not. not You're talking I, about. I'm not casting aspersions. I'm just saying,
1: will we have the best of the best premium popcorn? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Of course. Of course.
1: Like, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Cork isn't up there yet. Your partners in us around the country are, but nope. presumably in a couple in a couple of days we're going to see the the opportunity to book for for 14th on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. We just need to get our seating plans finalised. Um of on the software side of things and once we get on sale that'll be ready to go.
1: Well, I cannot wait personally to go in and see the work that you've done. Uh thank you for keeping cinema in the city center. Tracy O'Brien, Absolutely. Regional Manager of the new Arc Cinema at Northgate Bridge. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to
2: us. Thanks for having me, Jonathan.
1: Next up, she's gone from an Olympic athlete to a tech founder and now her business is focused on trying to help others and indeed other businesses. Dervil O'Rourke and her business partner Greg O'Gorman have launched the Workplace Wellbeing Platform SAIL, which brings employers and employees together and creates a supportive and inclusive community. They actually just secured 200000 in funding from Enterprise Ireland recently. Dervil, how are you getting on?
0: I'm in great form altogether. Yeah, things are very busy with our world over in SAIL, but all going great, thankfully.
1: I'm uh, Delighted to hear it. I mean, we've seen you on the telly. Um, we've seen you, uh, obviously, from your athletics career. How did you manage to branch out into this and what brought you to SAIL?
0: Yeah, you know, in my athletics career, I had access to a lot of really amazing resources and amazing people, And I always had this little thought in my head of how do we do this in a broader context and how do we do this for more people than just sports people? And I've been retired now for 10 years and one of the main things I've realized is like most people, I'm extremely busy. I am very time short, but yet I do have that intention to take care of myself and I want to feel a little bit better and for me with SAIL it was about speaking to people who are who are like that they're busy but they do have that intent to feel better and then bringing an amazing group of experts together who really know what they're doing across areas like fitness, finance, mindfulness, nutrition and just then wrapping it up in a gorgeous community and that's really what we've been doing over there on SAIL and it's been um it's been a great transition into the world of business, like I love it. I find it really interesting, and I think every day, just trying to create that bit of value for people.
1: You, you talked about community, and obviously, that's really important. And and employers are kind of cottoning onto that as well. It's not just a workplace where you get your salary at the end of the week and you go home. There is a little bit more to it. And is Sale hoping to tap into that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think employers are really realizing that it's not just about giving someone a contract and telling them they're going to earn x amount of money a year and you expect x amount of hours i think the lines have become very blurred between home and work particularly if you consider working from home and the whole area of employee well-being has grown massively particularly in the past five years and i think all employers now going okay when we have people in our offices in our buildings or whether they're working from home whatever job it is that they're doing their well-being has to be one of the top things that you're thinking about because if your people aren't well and if they don't feel good if they don't feel valued then you're going to have a real problem keeping people and you're going to have a real problem attracting great talent and at the end of the day your people are your biggest asset and that's something I've always felt really strongly about is that no matter what it is whether it's professional sport whether it's business having really great people is the key so I do think most workplaces are very very open to that now and even though sometimes the might not know exactly where to start, they know it's really important that they do something for their people's well-being.
1: Well, it, the problem is, I mean, I would give the proverbial blue arse fly a run for his money because uh, I don't seem to have time to do anything. And even if you told me now, Daryl, I have to open an app uh, and, and do half an hour's exercise, I'd probably go, ah, I don't have time for that. So
0: how, how do you crack someone like me? Well, you know what? Thankfully for you, sale opens really quickly as an app. And you know what? Whether you have 30 seconds or 30 minutes, there's always something you can do. And when we went at this, we went at it from a tech perspective with that in mind, with the person who feels like they literally have no time, because we have to find a way of creating those little chunks of time. And those little chunks of time are all cumulative and they add up for your health. And I think that's it. It's about just starting, just getting going. And Again, from your employer's perspective, I think giving your staff that little bit of nudge with something like sale that this is a way to get started. It's the way to get going. And even if you just give us 30 seconds, it's absolutely better than nothing. And it will make a difference to ultimately how you're feeling. And we all want to feel well and we want to feel good.
1: You're in business with Greg, uh, Greg O'Gorman, who's uh, lots of digital experience under his belt. What's he brought to it? Because you guys have been working together on Dervil.ie previously, which was your website before you developed the
0: app. Yeah, Greg is really interesting because Greg brings a completely different perspective to what I bring. So I come from that world of professional sport where everything makes sense in terms of well-being, whereas Greg's background would have been, he would have come from a very busy commercial workplace where he felt like, okay, how does well-being fit in with all of this? And he started getting a really big personal interest in his own well-being. And then... I have a vision. I always have a vision for how the business should be and how our product should be. So his job is to kind of go, okay, I agree with your vision. Maybe I'd add a little bit from my experience in industry and actually how do we deliver it to the end user? So I think it's the combination of skill set. Like what I've loved, this is our sixth year working together. And what I've loved about us working together is that we bring very different points to the table, whereby I might feel very strongly about us creating on-demand fitness content. He'll, feel strongly about saying, you know what, people's financial well-being is very important, creates a lot of stress. You know, I've got an expert in financial well-being and we'll bring that in. So well-being is different for everybody. It's Mm. not just a one one solution so I think the fact that we have two very different voices coming from very different backgrounds has worked brilliantly in the business.
1: Now we always love hearing people reinventing themselves and going off to do different things. Did Dervla work when she was running around the track ever think she was going to be a businesswoman?
0: That's a great question. I always believed in doing things that added value always and I think that's what I do with sale. We add really, really good value for the end user and for employers. And yeah, I, I always probably would have punted on myself to do something, a little bit of the the road not taken. I, love, I do love that world of business, but mainly because you're trying to create value and you're trying to do something that's good for people. Again, back to the point, people are so busy. And if you can just do one thing for someone for 30 seconds, a minute, three minutes, 30 minutes, that makes their day-to-day that little bit better, then for me, it's a really great business to be involved with. Well, not only are
1: you convincing clients to sign up, you've also convinced Enterprise Ireland to part with €200,000. So that kind of investment helps move you to a new level, does it?
0: That type of investment means the business plan that we've laid out, we can, we can actually put a lot of those aspects in place. And employing people has been something that we felt really passionate about because we know there's amazing talent in this country. So to have that Enterprise Ireland support has been absolutely brilliant. And, you know, to go through that process with them and really, really make sure that we're doing things in the right way and we're creating that value for our end user, it's just, I've actually really enjoyed it to be honest. I don't know too many people say that about going through these kind of processes, (laughs) but I have, I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed the detailing in it and just thinking about the long-term, thinking about, okay, what can we do for clients in the next six months, 12 months, three years, five years? All of that, all of that process has been brilliant.
1: Okay, well, you can find out what it's all about by visiting the website, which is sale-app.com. S-A-O-L-app.com. dervlo Rourke, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Now, we were talking about one iconic business in the city centre a little bit earlier, but here's another one. Keane's Jewelers celebrating their 75th anniversary this year. They have revamped the store to an amazing standard. Uh, and I have to say they have an advertising campaign out there which is tugging on everyone's heartstrings. Uh, Jared Keane uh, of Keane's Jewelers is with us. Hello, Jared. How are you?
3: I'm very good, thank you. Very good.
1: It's lovely to talk to Apart you. Apart from the cold, yeah, well, we and could, the frost. we could do nothing about the cold and the frost, unfortunately. No, but no, no. I have to say, you wouldn't feel cold and frosty inside in the store since you've done it up. It's you've done a lovely job in it. It really is impressive.
3: Yes, well, we aimed for a very high standard to this time, and I think it has succeeded. And it's giving much more space in the in the shop, and also better display as well as that, better service for the customer.
1: People don't like change, and that's the one thing that that they always will come back to you. You had to maintain what people expected from Keynes while giving it a bit of a facelift, so it was a bit of a delicate balancing act for you.
3: We have many staff here over 30 years, and then some over 20 and over 10 years. We tend to get long-term people saying, Why that is so, I'm not sure. My mother started a very good uh, attitude towards staff, looking after them like family members. And I think part of that has stayed on, which is marvellous. So, as as a customer coming in, you're seeing familiar faces, and that is really a great introduction to the same business that they've always come to.
1: I mentioned the advertising campaign as well. It's it's just lovely and evocative. It's two little girls, just wandering over the magic of Christmas, and and in in the true tradition of of good jewellery ads, doesn't actually contain any jewellery. It just contains the wonder and the magic. Uh, I, I'm I'm guessing that was deliberate.
3: Well, I think it looks much better than just taking a shot of a diamond ring or a watch up on a display, because it's a human story. And we're all dealing with human stories all the time
1: and one of the things about it is when you sell pieces of jewelry um you you, you expect them to be multi-generational a little bit like the store itself that uh, you know if something is good it'll last and and will be passed down from one generation to another
3: yes well that's that's quite true of jewelry any kind of a nice piece of jewellery will last for years and good for another generation in many cases.
1: Mm. Uh, you've been in business a long time. now. I, I, you've not been there for all of a church, uh, but but at the same time, uh, you've seen a lots of highs and lows over the period, haven't you? You've seen recessions come and go. You've had floods. You've had a little bit of everything passing through the door on Oliver Plunkett Street.
3: We've had more than a little bit of floods, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, we've seen canoes up and down the streets. And we're inside waist-deep with the water up to our shoulders nearly. And it is very un- upsetting when it happens. But in the latest job that we did, we managed to increase the height of the shop. So we're now above the water level that we had for donkey's years, which is marvellous.
1: Excellent. Well, at least you, you, you'll keep your shoes dry, if nothing else. Um, how difficult has it been to to maintain the standard because I mean I've talked about recession when people have money in their pocket they'll spend they'll be less inclined to spend when they don't have money in their pocket but you had to trade through you had to pay those staff wages all of those years so was it difficult to ride that particular economic roller coaster when when the downside came
3: no we've been able to manage to survive quite handily Um I suppose if we go back to when we started my father was a watchmaker and he then moved from where he was working, Mickey Roach Jewelers, down to a, a room over uh, what was then um, the Eco Shoes now. And he had a workshop there upstairs. I used given him a hand in the afternoon when I was finished in school. And um, he kept going. Then we got the chance to come into Oliver Plunker Street, which is a very different Oliver Plunker Street, what's it now? We had a motorcycle shop across the road from us which had previously been a cinema, and the whole streetscape has changed. And it's amazing to see how it has come up and become, I'd say, nearly the premier street now in Cork City.
1: Yeah, even the pedestrianisation of it has made such a difference that people can can linger a little longer looking in the window to see what you have. What's the outlook like uh, for the business now? You've obviously invested heavily uh, and now is your busiest time coming up to Christmas.
3: Well, we've renovated three times, and this latest one has really been a major job. It's taken over a year to do it, and we're thrilled with it, I must say. And customers coming in are full of admiration, which is marvelous, and they're not expressing the worry about it being a different shop to what they always came to, I'm glad to say. So we expect a good Christmas. Everybody around Ireland and and the world today They're all a little bit sort of edgy with the economic thing, with the wars. And we still feel happy ourselves. We have a lot of good regular customers coming back in. And we have plenty of product. Our buyers have been in in Italy in January, February, placing orders. And as we speak, there are deliveries coming in every day now. And we have some lovely jewellery to show people and give to people for gifts
1: for Christmas. And, Gerard, uh, have people's tastes changed significantly over the last couple of years? Because, again, we, we had a recessions and then the money coming back. So uh, what are people looking to buy now when they come across the threshold?
3: Well, the big change, Jonathan, is that gold jewellery has come back. And the 10 years or so that we have silver jewellery has faded quite a bit. And now it's yellow gold jewellery, which looks fantastic and lovely on the skin and there's more and more of it which we bought earlier this year when we were abroad and i think people will be thrilled to see it so that's one of the big changes
1: yeah and the other thing of course that there's fellas building up to this now of producing the ring either on christmas eve or new year's eve or a time where they might feel you know what i'll go for it now why do many so many people get engaged at christmas
3: well, in my opinion, Jonathan, it's because so many relatives and friends of the couple getting engaged come back to Ireland for Christmas. And then they're all able to celebrate together on this very special day. It's one of the, there are a couple of significant things in your life. Getting your ears pierced, funnily enough, is one of the first ones. And we pride ourselves on having a very good ear piercing service. The second one is, I would say, the engagement ring. And the engagement ring is, I suppose, every woman remembers the date she got engaged. It's such a significant date. Um, And we find our diamond ring business has gone from strength to strength because we supply not only Cork, Munster, but all Ireland. Uh, Many people travel for the day to make a day of it, to buy their engagement ring. And Cork is a very favourite location. We can sail down the road, plenty of places to stay and nice food
1: something for everyone uh, which is something the shop has prided itself on and I have to give you tribute I have to pay tribute as well Jerd, because uh, one of the things you do do is you have done tremendous work to support charities over the years. Of all the balls that I've been at uh, Keane's Jewelers have been the most prominent sponsor uh, throughout so it's not just about the shop itself, it's about giving back to the community in many different ways and we wish you and all the family the very best in this important 75th anniversary year. Jared Keane Senior, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, Red Business In Focus, with thanks to Cork's local enterprise offices, is up on redfm.ie as well and on all our social channels. Fiona Corcoran was the producer and we will catch you on the next one.
2: Get the Red Business Podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie and wherever you get your podcasts.